Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, it's Herbert. Mm-hmm. And you're listening to the About Last Night podcast, you slippery little son of a bitch. How you going? G'day mate. Crikey. Put another shrimp in the bobby. Crocodile mile. Crocodile mile. Rise and I. Rollerblades. Razor blades. Everglades. Heavy on water. Water. Sit down comedy. Stand up. Laughter giggles. <laughs> Can you tell I'm in Australia? Can you tell I've nailed the accent? They don't like it when you do the accent down here. They don't mind it. They don't. Love it, but they'll probably call you um, probably call you a, a funny word you don't understand under your breath, and I don't blame them. Uh, hey guys, welcome back to the About Last Night podcast. Down under, things are good. It's a beautiful fucking day. It's two forty-seven p.m. It's probably late at night where you are. Hope you're feeling good. Hope you're uh, you're living your best life. Uh, got a couple more days of Young Rock Season 2, and then it's back to the States, baby. I'm gonna go back in time. Bam, 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 bam. I'm gonna get back in time. Shout out to Huey Lewis. Fuck the news. Just Huey on that one. Coming back to the States. The uh, Shits and Giggles Tour kicks off March 5th in Washington, D.C. and goes through August 13th as of now four or five months of, uh, of shows all over the beautiful United States of America. We're going everywhere. Chicago, D.C., Vegas, Austin, San Diego, Seattle, um, fucking Dallas, uh, Pittsburgh, Kentucky, Kansas City, Denver. I'm fired up. Go get your tickets at AdamRayComedy.com. Of course, follow the podcast at ALN Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Adam Ray Comedy on Instagram and Twitter. Um... Pam and Tommy new episode drops tonight. Check that out. Young Rock season two premieres March 15th on NBC. Check that out. And hopefully a stand-up special, Check That Out, is coming very soon. It's not called Check That Out, but that's it's not a bad title. This one's better. Um, man, couple things right out of the gate that I want to talk about. Uh, did you see that Frontier Airlines and Spirit Airlines have merged? To form the shittiest airline of all time. Um, never flown Frontier and felt good about it. Never flown Spirit Airlines and bragged about it. Case closed. It's just one of those things where you go, do two negatives make a positive? Is that why you're doing this? Um, no one has ever gone out of their way it's not a first option do you know what i'm saying like these airlines are ridiculed 
and filled with problems from top to bottom. They got top to bottom problems. And I don't think my bags ever fit. I don't think you actually can check bags on a Spirit Frontier flight. Are they going to combine the names into one like Sprunteer or Fear It? Fear It! Frontier and Spirit. If you combine them, it's Fear It. Fear It Airlines. And you do. Hi. Welcome aboard Fear It Airlines. We know you're a little terrified of sitting in the seat you're sitting in. And if you got a seatbelt, if you're one of the lucky six passengers in a seat with a seatbelt, congratulations. The rest of you, hold on for dear life. Grab the person next to you or whatever that is next to you because anything and anyone is allowed to board this flight. We don't even check the tickets. We don't give a fuck. The plane's being flown by one of those Uber robots that drove the first Uber robot cars. That's right. It's not safe, but we do have tons and tons of Zima. Fear it Airlines. Oops. That'll be their slogan. Oops. <laughs> like, because every time someone goes, hey, what about, what about, do you guys, is there, uh, the bathroom's locked. Yeah. Oops. Hey, the turbulence is getting pretty scary. You guys want to, you guys want to turn the lights on or maybe make an announcement? Yeah. Oops. Oops Airline. That's another one I would probably stay away from purchasing a ticket on. Well, good for them. You know, it's, I guess, you know, worse apart, better together. Is that the mindset? Either way, congrats to anyone risking their life on feared airlines. I flew uh, Delta down here. I fuck with Delta hard, man. They've never really steered me wrong, you know? Um, speaking of not getting steered wrong, I checked out this uh, Disney Plus Beatles doc. Holy hell. It's good. It's good. It's, it's a, you got to be patient. It's basically getting to watch the Beatles hang out with each other and work on an album and a concert. Uh, it's uh, it's good. You see, like, the drama. Every band goes through it, man. Even the Beatles were not immune to the, the struggles and the chaos that four musicians trying to do one thing and be one entity provide. Paul definitely leads the charge. He's the fucking... Dreamweaver, John and Oko has the energy of like a, of like a, a bowl of soup that's been sitting around too long. Does that make sense? You're like, oh, is that still good? And then you go over to it and you're like, it still looks like soup, but I don't know what it tastes like. That's Yoko Ono. She's constantly just sitting around, lingering, staring at people. Her energy just sucks. Uh, that being said. John and Paul have a little bit of a tiff riff. They figure it out. Spoiler alert. Um, but it's just a, a great fly on the wall, peel the curtain back documentary where you get to see one of the greatest bands of all time uh, work together. Um, so that's a, that's a recommendation. Um, I've also just been going down some YouTube rabbit holes of some weird shit, man. Animal attack videos. I got on one. One, uh... One big rabbit hole of those, and that's that's tough to get out of. Because once you see two, you're in it to win it. I must have watched forty. Not not like people getting mauled to death, but just getting chased or scratched or bitten or clawed or chomped or dragged or, you know, <laughs> you you pick an adjective to describe something, you know, unfavorable. Uh, the crocodile attack is probably the most vicious. The tiger ones are. 
any tiger, lion, or bear. I mean, that's, oh, oh my, for sure. You know what I'm saying? By the way, oh my, more like, ah, 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 get out of there. I'm bleeding from the inside. I can see my ribs. Garrett, Garrett, why are you taping this? Get the fuck out Oh, God. Tell my kids I love them. I'm bleeding from the inside. Oh, my God. The bear's eating my dick. But uh, the crocodile ones are uh, are tough to watch because these these guys, they get a lot done in one bite, you know? They're like the guy at the buffet where you, where you see him walk over and he, he, he comes back with three plates. You think he works there because he's so good at holding plates. But he, he sits down and he, he, he gets through like a plate and a half in two bites. That's what these crocodiles do to strangers. By the way, what the fuck are you doing around crocodiles in the first place? Anyone who gets attacked by a crocodile, stop putting yourself in situations where crocodiles can be. If I'm running for public office, that's going to be my first... <laughs> Stop being around places. It's Dr. Phil. It's always Dr. Phil. Uh, look, if you're getting attacked by a crocodile, chances are you're doing something uh, in your life that's conducive to a, a, a negative energy that crocodiles can pick up on. Because, look, uh, as we go through our day, morning, noon, and night, uh, how many of you raise your hand? are around crocodiles uh, in, in a given week. And keep that hand raised if you've ever fantasized about trying to quickly stick it in a croc's mouth and get it out. A little cock-croc action, yeah? And keep that hand raised one more time for the eight of you who, who still have a hand raised. If you've ever uh, wondered if Lou Bega has ever, uh, 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 if he still keeps in touch with all these women he sings about. And keep that hand raised still one more time if you've burnt your hand on a chicken pot pie while wrapping Christmas presents for kids that you didn't know you have. We'll be right back. I almost died while I was out here. I rode a jet ski, and I almost died. That's a good teaser. That's a great start to a story. I'm not even joking, by the way. I almost died on a jet ski here in the Gold Coast. Before I even started filming, that would have been a tough text to shoot to the rock. Hey, bro, hope all is well. So, look, I don't have a head. Here's what happened I'm jet skiing on the water. It's beautiful. It's one of those guided tours where you, um, you follow around a guy. There's about eight of you, and you follow him on the jet ski, and you, you follow a path, and it's great. It's about an hour and a half, and it's fun. And there's other boats out. It's a big body of water that. You know, it's not just us. We didn't just have the whole fucking lake, ocean. God, I always forget what non-oceans are called. Other than Billy and the Pacific. What else is there? Indian, Atlantic. What a, You know, anyway. Lagoon. It's, just, it's not a pond. That's small. This is a fucking, it's, a, it's not a lake. Maybe it's a lake. Because I don't think it's attached to the ocean. But it might be. I don't know. Hey, I don't know. These are the conversations, by the way, that are on feared airlines. Hey, uh, what other bodies of water are there other than lagoons and billy oceans? Um, driving around, cruising in Tom Cruise control, feeling good. And uh, a few boats are getting close to where even I'm like, these guys, uh, hey man, a little space. Six feet. I know we're not wearing masks, but fucking... Let's share the, the water, please. 
and a fishing boat comes by pretty close. And I'm first behind the tour guide. There was um, five other couples, and I'm the only one solo on my ski. And I'm first behind, keeping pace, setting the tone. Um, and uh, I see the guide slow down. And I see him, like, lean back and looks like he's, like, caught up in something. And then I see him hold up a, like, a fish. I see him holding a fish. And I was like, this motherfucker stopped to get a fish? I was like, bro, we're paying you for a tour so we can peruse around the water and and have a blast. And you're you're just stopping this so you can get a little midday snack, you fucking bear. I don't say that. I'm thinking all that. Clearly, it would have been great if I screamed it at him. Hey, man, you're stopping for snacks? You fucking bear? Huh? Nothing, man. So I see him struggling, holds up a fish, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere... Uh, a thin fishing line. I see it. I, I see it. Like it starts to kind of glisten in the sun where I'm like, holy shit. And I see the line going from him past me. So clearly from the boat, it got stuck on their, it got, I don't know how it got stuck from their boat or out of the water. And now it's pressing on the side of my neck. The fucking fishing line is stretched, is being stretched out by the way, by like a hundred feet and is, so think of just the the pressure of pulling a fishing line that far and it's tight like like it's you know when you see like those guys that will uh tightrope walk and they'll they'll make sure the the rope or the line is really you know it's being pulled hard on both sides it's attached to two different ends so that it's it's like very um just straight and hard and you you know that's what this fishing line was doing on my fucking neck and I had a brief moment where I go because it started to feel like it was pushing into my neck on my vein I was like oh if these if this thing gets wrapped around me it's gonna just fucking it's either gonna choke me or it's gonna just cut across my neck and just slice my neck open hey have you ever thought while you're driving a jet ski that a fishing line could cut off your head it will slice across your vein It'll cut right through your neck and skin. It'll make the blood pop out. And your head will fall off in the water. And nobody will ever find you. Because your body will still be driving. And the people behind you won't say anything. Because you were late and held the two were up to begin with. True story. I was a little late. Five minutes late. I got some dirty looks. So for real, people probably would have been like, that's what you get. How you going? How you going now? I'm freaking out. I'm thinking I'm about to get sliced and diced. Mortal Kombat style. This is like a finishing move. Fishing, fishing line. And uh, the tour guide, God bless him. I wish I could remember his name. Let's say it's fucking Chris Hemsworth. He leans up and takes a bite of the fishing line and fucking breaks it in half. And all of a sudden the string just pops off my neck. Just, just like that. Life saved. Freaking out? Oh no. Life in... Jeopardy, neck about to be sliced off by a fucking fishing line. Right after I was told that Pirates of the Caribbean filmed moments away from where we were skiing around. (laughs) Bye-bye, neck. No head. Hey, you got no head, Adam. Hey, how's your head doing? Oh, dude, I fucking got sliced off. Oh, shit. How are you talking to me right now? And then all of a sudden, takes a bite out of crime right into that fishnet. Hemsworth. Life saved. Life saved. Just like that. I mean, 
What a fuck. I get on the phone with my mom a few moments later. She's like, how was your day? I was like, I almost died from a jet ski. A fish line sliced my head. How are you? She's like, wait, what? I was like, don't worry about it. I'm fine. And she wanted the rest of the details. I was like, ain't happening, mom. Ain't putting you through the hell that uh, that almost was. But holy shit. I don't think it's made me rethink jet skiing, but it definitely, it, you know, it's one of those things you just, you're like, I should be free and, and, and worry without worry when you're jet skiing. It's just such a, being out on the water like that is, it's, it's truly one of my favorite activities. If you have never jet skied, you're missing out. Put it at the top of the list. It's better than roller coasters, in my opinion. It's a better thrill. Oh, it's not really a thrill. It's just, it's relaxing and exciting. And it's, you know, I guess I like driving too. So it's, you're in control of your transportation. I don't know. Driving on water doesn't get any fucking cooler than that. I don't know. And then you get astronauts that are like, what about driving in space? And you're like, yeah, that's cool. But I can't go there, Buzz Aldrin. Would you go to space? Do you ever ask yourself that? If I had the opportunity, would I do it? I do that a lot. Would I go to space? If I was in a position, because look, we all have done shit that's dope. You know, it's just relative to you and your life and what you think is dope. But we've all done dope shit. We've all done stuff. We go, that was fucking awesome. We've all done it. Whether it's just, you know, throwing a TV into a hot tub and fucking, you know, scared your neighbor or, or uh, you know, gotten some sweet air on a bike off a jump or, or had an amazing, you know, sexual encounter that was unexpected and celebrated by everyone that paid to watch it. Either way, we've all done stuff worthy of of going wow can't believe i got to do that so space it comes around what do you do you get the offer do you go it's free by the way you don't have to pay for it because clearly that is something that i think gets in the way for a lot of people to consider that as an option it's a lot of money to go up there i think tom cruise got picked by bezos as one of like the six golden ticket winners to go up there if you want to see space Get into my rocket and let's go. We're gonna watch Jerry Maguire. You'll have to suck my balls. There's nothing to it. There is no time to go to space than the present and right now. I'll pay for all the stuff. And you'll eat space ice cream. There's no place to poop or pee-pee. You'll do it in a bag and you'll see. Mars and the moon and Uranus might be a little sore from all the space shit. I don't know if I'd go. I don't know if I'd go. I am somewhat afraid of heights. But I'm more afraid of not being able to breathe. Hey, 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 losing my oxygen. And uh, I've seen too many space movies where shit goes wrong. Cue Apollo 13. Cue that movie with Ryan Reynolds where some fucking alien eats everybody on the ship. And there's no way out except fucking the galaxy. Star Wars, Spaceballs. If I could be on a big-ass ship, I guess I'd feel better. But even so, it's almost like big ship. More, more cause for concern, you know, more money, more problems, more space, more concerns. Um, so I don't think I'd go. I, 
but you know, check in with me when I'm 80. Because at that point, I think I just say, fuck it. I'm close to the end. I want to I wanna live it up. But then again, also, devil's advocate. I don't need, at 80, unless you're truly just sitting around watching Naked and Afraid, what do you need to, to fill you up? Space? At 80? You don't know what your body is uh, willing to go through. What if you have a fucking stroke halfway up the, uh, the tarmac to the, to the space shuttle? Guy who's never, never been to any sort of fucking space launch. The tarmac to the space shuttle. What if you freak, you freak out? Um, that being said, uh, I think I would, I think I would skydive before I would. Uh, I think I would skydive before I'd go to space, just because that that does feel like a rush. Everyone always says conquer your fears, skydive. Hey, what? Why? Why do I need to conquer my fears? Fears. Fears are good. Fears keep you uh, keep you in check. You know, I don't think you got to conquer everything you're afraid of. It's it's okay to be afraid of stuff. Who said that? Lavar Burton. Somebody famous said it. Today's episode of the About Last Night podcast is brought to you by Fitbod. It's the beginning of a new year, 2022. It's time to get back into shape, 2022. Balancing work, family, and life and all the bullshit you're doing, none of it matters unless you feel good. You need a program that works for you, not against you. Fitbod's innovative algorithm learns about your goals and training abilities and crafts a personalized training regimen that's unique to you. Their algorithm uses data and analytics to build on your last workout and maximize results. Whether you exercise three days a week or twice a day, every fucking workout is scientifically proven to be better than the last. FitBot even tracks your muscle recovery, and you'll have access to your personalized routine on their easy-to-use mobile app that you can start making right now and keep progress on your goals anytime, anywhere. The path to achieving your best looks is different for everyone. FitBod creates a program based on your unique goals, experience, and equipment, and it's super fucking easy to use. It integrates with your Apple Watch, Wear OS smartwatch, and apps like Apple Health, Fitbit, and Strava. Personalized training can be tough on the budget. FitBod is only $12.99 a month or $79.99 a year. Sign up now, and you'll get 25% off your membership. That's right, baby. 25% off your membership when you sign up now at fitbod.me slash about. That's 25% off your membership right now at fitbod.me slash about. When you feel good, you look good, and you feel good. Makes sense? Do it. Fitbod.me slash about. Today's episode of the About Last Night podcast with Adam Ray is sponsored by Exhale Wellness. Baby, I'm telling you, if you got aches and pains, if you're looking to chill the F out, if the day-to-day struggles of life are getting to you, then you need Exhale Wellness. They are a tribe of cannabis pioneers based in L.A. with decades of experience in the organic food industry. Cultivators, researchers, and enthusiasts that never stop pursuing genius. Through their partnerships with Hemp Farms in Colorado, they have perfected some of the highest-grade Delta 8 products on the market. Look, there's so many CBD, THC brand companies out there, but I'm telling you, Exhale Wellness is the shit. My boy John got me going with these guys, and uh, not only have they helped my dad basically be pain-free, who's 78, daily, um, they've given me a a new perspective and ability to reflect on my day-to-day that, uh, honestly, I've been looking to have for years because, shit, man, the grind of the uh, acting, stand-up, podcast world takes a toll and um it's nice to have products that uh, allow me to take a step back and take things down a notch exhale wellness's uh philosophy is simple all right nature holds the key to wellness 
And Exhale Wellness holds the key to you feeling better, baby. Through the naturally occurring cannabinoids found in the hemp plant, they restore our body's stability, comfort, and performance so that you can feel the best that you can feel. Because that's what it's all about. Spreading awareness about the therapeutic qualities of hemp is what they do. They want to empower individuals to take a holistic approach to health. Like I said, my dad at 78 uh, takes these gummies and tinctures daily, and, uh, and it's really helped him just feel better on a day-to-day. He has uh, gotten away from taking Tylenol and other prescription over-the-counter pills, and I fucking love it. Dr. Phil here. I've got a lot of daily stresses in my life, whether it's uh, doing my my talk show or my wife not scrubbing her nipples properly. I'm always looking to take things down a notch, and Exhale Wellness is just a thing for that. Robert Downey Jr. here. So look, there's only one company I fuck with when it comes to CBDs and THC and tinctures and gummies and all that stuff, okay? It's Exhale Wellness because these motherfuckers, okay, not only would Iron Man take a couple gummies before he goes to save the fucking planet, okay? But these things just go down easy. They give you the right amount of buzz, the right amount of calming factor, which is what we all need before we're going to go out and, you know, do a bump or or, um, rob a 7-Eleven or have consensual sex. But what if my dog's a fucking maniac and I need him to chill the shit out before I watch the big game? Great question, Grandpa. In addition to exhalewell.com, which is where you go to get all of your human people need treats, holistapet.com, H-O-L-I-S-T-A-P-E-T.com, is where you go get vegan, human-grade functional treats for your pets, okay? They did a ton of research, added a lot of chamomile, turmeric, cinnamon, calming and mobility treats for your pets, dogs, cats, horses. This is what I mean by functional. Not only can you feel good, your pet can feel good too. I've been giving my 10-pound Cavapoo pickles, the mobility treats, and she's got a fucking pep to her step. She's walking down the street with swagger, pizzazz. She's feeling her fucking self, and it's awesome, all right? So if you want to start feeling better and living your best self and best life, right now go to exhalewell.com, enter the promo code ALN20 to get 20% off your first order. Exhalewell.com, ALN20 is the promo code to get 20% off. And if you want to start making your pets feel better, go to holistapet.com, enter the promo code ALN25 for 25% off your order. ALN25 is the promo code at holistapet.com. ALN20 is the promo code at exhalewell.com. You deserve it. Treat yourself, baby. Well, this sounds amazing. I think I'm going to give my wife two of those 25-milligram Delta 8 gummies so she doesn't talk to me while I'm shaving my balls in the shower. We'll be right back. Uh, There's a woman right now. She's, I think she was on Teen Mom. But um, first of all, we all remember Stephanie Maddow, the uh, 90-day fiancé gal that was selling her farts, jarred farts, ended up going to the hospital after making, I mean, almost half a mil on these fucking fart jars. So are you doing enough for your family? Check in with yourself. We don't know because she's selling jarred farts and making uh, sweet cash money. She was anyway. That's my point. She was. Stephanie Maddow, if you were following that story, got sick. She had like a black bean smoothie and a fucking diarrhea barbecue chicken salad and uh, thought she was having a heart attack. And it was her body just being like, you're fighting too much, sweetheart. You're fighting too much. Your body can't take it. Your heart's falling apart. Your asshole is puckering up. And your lungs are shutting down. So her body just was like, hey, we're going to peace out and, uh, and go on a little vacay because you're farting too much. And uh, she went to the hospital and thought she was having a heart attack. And they go, you just got to fart really bad. Can you imagine what that was like? The doctor's like, you're actually not dying, but if you don't fart, you might have a real heart attack. 
And then what do they do? Do they just like, do they give her stuff? Do they give her like, you know, some sort of gas X or do they just like, <laughs> you know, blow air into her and then it comes out? I uh, had a buddy in high school, Alan Christou. Shout out to Alan. Now he's a firefighter. He uh, <laughs> he could suck in ass, suck in, uh, he could suck in, he could suck air through his ass and then fart it out on cue. Maybe one of the most impressive things to date I've ever seen a human being do. And I've seen Michael Jordan live. This kid at basketball camp, we'd all gather around. He would lean back on his uh, back and hold his legs up like he was, you know, doing a nice hamstring stretch. And he would, we, you would hear him go and suck the air in through his butt and then go and fart it out. And I laughed until I cried. <laughs> It sounds like a review for a Tom Hanks movie, but it was actually the review for a buddy from high school who could suck air in through his butt and fart it out. And we were loving it. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Just laughing our stupid high school asses off. So funny. So, And where do you learn you can do that? Is that like a, a, a relative that you see once a year teaches you that trick and then... And then you do it a few times, and then you go visit that relative on their deathbed, and they're like, are you doing the fart trick? Keep it alive for me, Alan. Either way, impressive, but I don't know how you get that fart out from Stephanie Maddow. I digress. Cut to, hey, are we done selling farts? Nope. Q, crazy woman from Teen Mom. Don't know her name, not important, but on Instagram, I posted this a couple days ago, she is now... uh, Pooping into little uh, cups and then selling her poop. She's selling her fucking poop. Like, I get very angry when stuff like this happens. That's my initial response is, is anger and then laughter and then who gives a shit. Anger because I'm like, someone's buying it. There's a problem with people like this who get famous for doing nothing, right? Teen mom. Even the Kardashians for quite some time until they actually created their own like clothing lines and cologne lines and perfume, what have you, lipstick. Before all that, it was just like, hey, watch me be rich and live a better life than you. You want to watch that? And we all did. For like 10 years, and then they started doing shit. Some of them still don't do anything other than, hey, watch me be rich and do dumb shit. And that's infuriating because, you know, I guess it just shines a light on where we live. You go, man, enough people want to watch that. And enough people want to buy jarred shit from F-list celebs on shows like Teen Mom, where it's like you have the audacity to, to show your pregnancy, your, your premature pregnancy on TV. Ugh, kids going to grow up and see that and know that. That's the least of their problems. Kids' mom's going to grow up and they're going to see your mom was selling her shit on the internet. Although by that time when the kid's 15, who knows what's happening in this world? Maybe everyone's selling shit. Maybe Robert Downey Jr. is like, you know, so, so um, obviously we launched uh, RDJ.com. We're selling all sorts of uh, fun gifts, lip balms, uh, candy canes uh, that are seasonal. Okay. They're not just for Christmas. They're also for Fourth of July, uh, Halloween candy canes. And our hot uh, selling item at the current moment is uh, my shit. It's a tiny little RDJ shit pellets. Uh, and you can buy them for $15 a jar, or you can get a king size, and that's uh, $45. And if you buy one right now, uh, we're going to send in uh, one signed uh, Iron Man t-shirt or tank top of your choice. Um, so dial now. <sighs> Jarred shit. 
2022. I guess, hey, man, if anything, at least it took it took long enough. You know, at least it, if this was happening in like the 90s, I think that would definitely put an asterisk next to the 90s. You know, you go, fuck, dude, we got Pearl Jam and we got Will Smith and Hanks in his prime and, you know, baseball was saved and Jordan, you know, Oprah just making dreams and memories, you know. Um, but uh, there'd be a big uh, asterisk next to that decade if people were selling shit. So don't buy that. If that was, if this did anything, I hope it just educated you to not go out there and spend your money on the, on this ladies' charge shit. But do watch the video of her talking about how she's selling it because that was humorous. She, she, when she goes, I do my little bloop and then I wipe my bloop. I'm like, wow, you bleeped out. Oh, she goes, number bloop. She bleeped out number two and then she bleeped out butt. I guess so she doesn't get canceled. <laughs> Yikes. I uh, haven't been drinking out here. That's kind of been nice. I don't miss it. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to get sober, I think, because I do, I do like alcohol. But I am definitely scaling it back, man. I've drank twice in the month and a half I've been out here, and I don't miss it, man. A few times even I was like, I should go have a cocktail and like let loose. And I, I didn't. I, when I got to the point of doing that, I didn't want to. And I'll be honest, the last one I had was I stayed up late to watch the Australian Open final between uh, Medvedev and Nadal. Uh, it was awesome. I actually stayed up and watched my mom while she was in Seattle. Uh, she, such a, an adorable woman. I love her so much. She gets up at, um, you know, she had, she had set her alarm. I think she went to bed around 9 and got, set her alarm for midnight because the Australian Open was uh, on at midnight, and she got up early to to watch it and it was the cutest shit I've ever seen. She gets up early and she, um, to watch it and I call her up and I watch the final with her. And for me, it was like 11 PM or something like that for her it was midnight. And so, uh, we watched it on FaceTime together. She loves tennis, played doubles and singles in high school and college and just loves it. I took her and my stepdad, George, to the U S open a few years ago, which was bucket list shit and truly unforgettable. I'm so glad we did it. I've never seeing my mom walk into the U S open. It's just, I, I, I think about it often. It was one of the happiest times I've ever seen her because she just loves tennis so much, and she'd never been to any big tournament. And I took her, and it was unbelievable. She was so happy. She had such a good time. It was just it was just so awesome and really special. Um, and uh, so staying up to watch the match with her was pretty great. And I went down to the bar because um, there was a, a nice sports bar in our hotel which actually is playing the Super Bowl on Monday at 9.30 a.m. They're going to pack the bar. And I'm so bummed. It's our last shoot day. And, and, and you know, whatever. I got no horse in the race, but it's fun. The Super Bowl is a fun game to have a party and watch it and just be around. And, and I'm not going not gonna to get that. And that's fine. But, um, but uh, I, definitely, I definitely want to watch it. Halftime show, commercials. It's just fucking fun. So can't be... In the bar to watch it. Went down there. A lot of TVs. Watched the open. Got a vodka soda. Took two sips. And then I was like, am I, am I done drinking? I definitely had a moment where I thought that. Because, look, I'm a tequila vodka guy. That's pretty much it. I'll do shots of stuff here and there. Don't really drink beer. Unless it's at a baseball game. And I truly, you know, that's, it's fun to do it then. Yeah. But even then, I'm just, I don't know. I don't want the calories. And I've never really yearned for the flavor, but... But I do like beer. It's great. I've been to breweries and all that, and it's it's. I don't hate beer. I just don't. It's not my go-to. 
But uh, haven't smoked at all since I've been on here, so that's been nice. So my lungs and my voice is, has been uh, where it should be. It's been right in the Vince McMahon pocket, which has been right here. <laughs> so I watched so much stuff. I'm right right in the pocket for Vince McMahon. And right here. You know, I just kept it right here the whole time. Rocky, I'm, t- hey, I'm going to send you down to the Soul Patrol will be the Kings of Riyadh. It's been awesome, man. I hope uh, I hope the real Vince McMahon sees it and signs off on uh, my performance. It's look just like anything, like my Jay Leno and Pam and Tommy. It's you know, I guess an impression. It's my take on the guy. I did as much to look like these people as the makeup department and show provides, and then it's on you, performance-wise, tone, vibe, energy, point of view. But uh, I think. I think I I think I'm doing a good job. I'm getting some some nice feedback, but we'll see. I guess we'll see see when it comes out and see how people respond. Let the internet decide because they're fair. Australia is known for what kangaroos, koalas, Vegemite, Nicole Kidman. I googled fun facts in Australia, and what came up? Gold Coast stripper has two vaginas. Google it. Google it. Two vaginas, one for work and one for personal life. Hilarious. I said on stage, I go, uh, I Googled fun fun, fun facts about Australia and two vagina women came up and they all started laughing. I go, yeah. I was like, all right, cool. I guess, you know, I thought there'd be something a little more, <laughs> just not as, you guys just went right to the, the top, the thing that is the craziest thing. Jumping right in the deep end without a life preserver. Two vaginas. And I said on stage, I go, how do you, Bring that up if you're on a date. Like, is that is that first date dinner information? You know, because people always withhold certain f- facts about themselves and wait until they get to know each other a little bit more. Is it just like, so what do you do for work? Uh, well, I'm a, a construction guy by trade, but I've recently got into uh, developing apps, and so I'm really trying to see how that see how, how far that can take me. It's a lucrative. Oops, excuse me, I almost threw up in my mouth. It's a lucrative job if you can uh if you can find a you know, a a, a sector of it where, where things really line up in your favor. But for right now I'm just gonna see where the see where the wind takes me. <laughs> and what about you? Any uh anything I should know about you before uh we get going here? Are you allergic to any foods? You have a, a third nipple or a a second vagina? <laughs> oh my god, do you have a do you have a second vagina? Like how do you bring that up? Or does she bring it up? Hey, I just want you to know that when, if we get back to my place, there's some things you're going to see that you've probably never seen. Which, by the way, as a dude, that just excites him. Because dudes are freaks and pervs and just, you know, <laughs> a third nipple. I mean, I remember when I would prank call phone sex places, hotlines as a kid. When, one day my buddy was like, how many boobs do you have? And she was like, two. And we were like, hell yeah, that's the perfect number that we like. If she had said like five, we would have been like, can you send a picture? That is weird and weirdly hot. <clears throat> and we've never seen that. And no one's going to believe us that we talked to a five boob, five boob Barbara. Um, two vaginas. If you get home with her and things get hot and steamy and you take the pants off and you start going downtown and she's like, mm, that feels great. Yeah, right there. He's like, yeah, you like that? She goes, yeah, now do the other one. <laughs> now do the other one. Uh? That's one of those Tim Taylor look right in the camera, Jim from the office faces. Now do the other one. Is that a deal breaker? Probably. But 
For some people, probably not. And that's, again, why, uh, why it's a great time to be alive. Because there's somebody out there that's like, man, I don't hook up with a girl unless she's got at least two vaginas. Maybe one vagina can root for the Rams, one vagina can root for the Bengals. Maybe that's a, it's a split household. Um, who are you guys rooting for in the Super Bowl? Hey, who fucking cares? My Seahawks aren't in it, so I do not care as much. I do, I do hate the Rams. I think a lot of their L.A. Ram fans are Fairweather fans. I think they jumped on the bandwagon. It's a lot of celebrity-fused, too high ticket price. They put the team together very L.A. fashion. Look, it's a great team. Aaron Donald's a lot of fun to watch. Matt Stafford seems like a cool dude. Odell Beckham, I mean, I don't know. Whatever, he's fine. Uh, Everyone's pumped for him to finally win one, I guess. Never been a huge fan. But he's great. It's fun to watch. Good for the game, right? Entertaining. Joe Burrow, the guy is exciting. And uh, to come into the NFL in year two and do what he's doing is fucking crazy. Also, when I worked out with, uh, when Mark Sanchez and I did uh, Fourth and Forever, the, the football comedy podcast, we went down to Jordan Palmer, Carson Palmer's brother, quarterback, uh, quarterback's like workout camp that he does with all the young stud quarterbacks that are either first year in the league or getting ready to, to go to the draft. And, um, you know, of course, we did that great video with me getting Josh Allen throwing a fucking dagger at my uh, hit me right in the numbers and probably gave me internal bleeding. But Sam Darnold was there, who's now a good homie. Burrow was there. Tua was there. Uh, Sanchez uh, was there, of course. Um, Josh Allen. Uh, and it was it was it was cool to a just <laughs> kick it with them and catch a, a few of their uh, their balls. And Joe Burrow, you could tell, was just dialed in, dude. You're like, this guy. He was about to become the number one pick, actually, that year. So uh, everybody knew that something special was about to happen. But So I'm kind of rooting for that guy because of that, too. You know, A, I hate the Rams first and foremost. But B, I, I caught a few Joey B balls. And, and he said what up to me. And he was nice to me. So, hey, that goes a long way, right? So we'll see. It's going to be a great game. It's definitely an upset if the Bengals win. Uh, I think the Rams are favored because they're just stacked in every position from top to bottom. But um, And they're hosting. It's SoFi Stadium is going to be fucking – it's going to be crazy. Hopefully it's not so expensive that Bengal fans can't come out and support. But, um, you know, I mean, I think I was looking at like $10,000 tickets in the nosebleeds. Get the fuck out of here. That's football, man. They make so much money off of uh, – off of the game, so good on them for being able to do that. But um, I would go to the game if I got a free ticket. It's like one of those things. Remember, it's like space. Would you go if you got offered? Yeah, I know actually a handful of people that are going because of celebrity shit. I know uh, Adam Devine's going, probably with Rebel Wilson. Or maybe he's fronting the cost. Who knows? But the guy is not a football fan. I've never seen him talk pro football. But you go. If you're in town, you go because it's a fun thing to go to, right? I think I saw Will Ferrell say he's going, but he's leaving his family at home. Yeah. That's the right move. It's not a family event. You go to get fucking trashed and have a good time and, uh, and hopefully smoke with Snoop Dogg in the, uh, in the winner's locker room. Can you imagine who's coming into that locker room if they win, if the Rams win? Oh, my God. That's going to be crazy. From Snoop to Mario Lopez to Gloria Estefan to James Corden to fucking James Franco. I mean, everyone's going to be there. Um, and I'll even be there too, Doctor Phil. I'll mark my words. If the Rams win, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna rush the field, okay. I'm gonna climb the goalpost, 
and I'm going to grab the cameraman and make him take a shot, uh, make him just shoot right down the barrel, right in between my where my snatch and my taint meet up, and 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 I'm going to have a I'm going to have a tattoo of uh, Matt Stafford uh, holding Joey Burrow on his uh, on his shoulders. It's a Stafford Burrow piggyback ride tattooed on the inner thigh where the snatch and the tape meet. We'll be right back. I know there's some big commercials that they're planning. I already saw a few of them leaked. That halftime show is going to be crazy. If you're a 90s baby, get ready to fucking come in your pants because that's just Dre, Snoop, Jay Blige, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar. Oh, my God. And special guest, a buddy of mine's buddy is working on the show, and he was like, the surprises are, are, uh, are going to make you... Scream, they're going to make you scream. The surprises are going to make you scream. You know what I miss? Fucking Dippin' Dots. I hope you guys have a great rest of the week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribing. Tell a friend. Tell an enemy. About last night, every Wednesdays, when I get back, we got some banger guests coming up. Dana Carvey, Gene Smart, Chris D'Elia, Paul Walter Hauser's coming back. I'm just pumped. A lot of heavy hitters are going to uh, be coming through for the first time. And, of course, returning guests. Can't wait. AdamRayComedy.com for the tour dates. It starts March 5th. AdamRayComedy.com for all your ALN and Adam Ray merch. And uh, Pam and Tommy, new episodes every Wednesday. Young Rock Season 2, March 15th. And I think that's it. Good night, everybody. the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.